Do you feel politically homeless? Lost in the chaos of modern politics? Not sure who to believe? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Democrats call him a Republican. Republicans call him a socialist. He is Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Okay, welcome to the Man in the Middle podcast, season three. I'm Stephen Reynolds, your host, recording today from the historic WGNS studios, located in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Well, joining me today is my uh, good friend, two of my good friends, uh, Mr. J.T. Cooper, who is the host of On Mission Radio here at WGNS. J.T., welcome to the Man in the Middle podcast. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for being here. And, of course, the producer of both of our shows, Mr. Dalton Barrett, WGNS radio personality as well. Dalton, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, you, we, we ha- we're having you here today, Dalton, as a referee, as a potentially. Referee. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, JT, let's just get started. Or a witness. Or a witness, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't bring my whistle, so I'm not sure. So, JT, we, uh, we, you were on the podcast last season, season two, while the election was going on. You and I came, both of us work very hard to try to have a good conversation trying to demonstrate how people from opposite points of view can can still have a civil conversation mm-hmm. and we made a wager jt uh over the outcome of the election and uh you went with your man donald trump i did and i went with joe biden and uh, so jt has as a man of his word and has showed back up today on the podcast to honor his uh now we the wager was officially a steak Steak dinner dinner. but i couldn't get anybody to guarantee a delivery for our six o'clock show today okay plus at the end of the day i wasn't sure if i cooked it and brought it to you you'd eat it well of course i would (laughs) of course i didn't know if you'd trust me or not when i listened to your show coming in and uh but you were talking but i i was i was here an hour before you so i i would have had a hard time cooking it and keeping it warm keeping it warm yes absolutely Absolutely. so i brought you money i was gonna stop and get an outback steakhouse gift card for you and your loved one to go to outback on me but that wouldn't again totally do it so i brought cash one two three four okay five. well thank you jt i appreciate it will and uh i appreciate you being a man of your word i had no doubt that you were going to come back so it's been tough jt um it's been tough for a lot of trump supporters the last month well i i never was let's say noah was a conspiracy theorist until it started raining well so there was a lot of things that i gave credence I didn't give credence to every. I didn't chase every rabbit down the hole, mm-hmm. and that I guess that's the best way to say it. Yeah, I wasn't one of the conspiracy theorists that chased every rabbit down the hole, but I honestly, for the last year or so, all we've heard is listen to the experts, listen to the experts, listen to the experts over this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, when all the expert mathematicians said that it was statistically impossible for Joe Biden to have won the Swing states. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I'm. A, how many people voted? How many registered voters do you think there are in Rutherford County? Uh, registered voters in Rutherford County, there's about 180,000. How many people picked the, the last sheriff of Rutherford County? 
Um, very few, probably somewhere less than twenty five thousand, maybe thirty thousand. It was twenty nine thousand. Twenty nine thousand people. people. Yeah. So at twenty nine thousand people out of a hundred about a hundred and eighty registered voters. Hundred eighty thousand registered mm-hmm. voters. Yeah. We had thirty that picked the last sheriff. Yeah. Local so the per- races. the the low, the the, per- the percentages are way low. Even in the national races, mm-hmm. the average number is seventy percent. Mm-hmm. So when you've got a hundred percent participation in Wisconsin, when you've got a hundred and ten percent participation in Pennsylvania, the mathematical statistic experts mm-hmm. in these swing states that go back and evaluate these polls and, and, and the and the number of votes per capita. Yeah. The mathematic experts, the statistics experts. The people who do our OMB mm-hmm. said that the numbers are not there. Yeah, right. Okay, that's, and, that's and, a and, fair assessment, JT. And let me let me just go ahead and build this bridge right now. If the Republican Party or the people of Trump, uh, if they want to investigate voter fraud and they want to bring evidence of voter fraud, and there's want- been more evidence of voter fraud in two months than there was in two years of okay. RussiaGate. Okay. All right. Well, and so, every bit of it's been shot down well, because there's just there's just seven, uh, what January twentieth to November fourth. There's what ninety days. Yeah, ninety days between the election and the swearing in. Right. And three weeks of those ninety days, we were still counting votes. That this is true. Yeah, this is true because of the steaks. Now, Dalton, ideally, right now, you would be eating a steak and a baked potato. That's, that's no, no, he I'm wasn't just, in the boat. He wasn't in the. <laughs> Well, I, so, and this is what I told you. Yeah. I think the second time you were on, the, the wager was to bring me in on it. You doubled the wager. However. Uh, Do you want 50 bucks? <laughs> I got a 50. I'm all right. So here's the joke I made, because I, I've tried to stay completely impartial on this, you know. You're on, not on impartial. This. Right. I've tried to stay pretty impartial um, for multiple reasons. And, and, you know, my you know my stuff here at the station, all that kind of stuff. But since they had to count... Uh, they had to count the votes twice, and President Trump lost both times. I think you should you do owe two stakes. There's you, there's you a stake there. There's you a stake there. Here's the thing, JT. Um, the, let me let me just tell you what, in my opinion, the difference is, but what the claim that you just made. Okay, it's true that uh, that there were some irregularities, right? Okay, the difference is the sources of that, right? The RussiaGate source was the FBI. Now, the means in which they obtained that information, you and I could both debate. But the source was the FBI. The source on this is the Kraken lady that's got a law degree. No, it's from, not. But, well, I'm just saying It's that, affidavits. Okay. Well, it's affidavits from poll workers. Okay. There okay. are actual people that put their name and their register. Their reputation I believe on that. a piece of paper and signed an affidavit saying, I was told to do this. Yeah, I don't doubt I that. I was told to do that. I, and I don't doubt that there I was it, told to do this. You can't give me a bunch of examples. If it wasn't for COVID, if it wasn't for COVID, Joe Biden would not be president. Well, now that I almost believe because uh, because if Donald Trump had taken this virus a little bit more seriously in the spring, I think that he probably <laughs> would have been reelected. 
But but you know what? He uh, was called a xenophobe for canceling travel to China before the Democrats thought it was prudent. Maybe so. Well, it, no, it's not maybe. It's documented. Okay. In January, he was called xenophobic for tra- for canceling travel from China. Well, see, JT, here's the thing. I'm sitting here and agreeing with you, but you're still looking for a I'm fight. I'm not I looking just, for You a just fight. said if it weren't for COVID, Joe Biden wouldn't COVID, be the president. He would not be the president. What do you think, Dalton? Do you think oh, I tend to agree with that. I think if... It, Let's say hypothetically, COVID never hits, mm-hmm. never, 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 never exists. I, I think there's, um, in the words of, you know, Donald Trump, I think George Washington would have had a hard time beating him in this election. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was he was on a roll there for three years, and right. the, I mean, he had a lot of enemies, but he had a lot of friends too. And then COVID hit, and I think that really, um, regardless of. You know, what you think about his reaction to it or anything, I, I think any president would have had a hard time winning. With and that's, and that's what you and I talked about. Who, who's, the, who's the CEO of Amazon? Uh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos, right. 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 What's Jeff Bezos come out doing this week? Uh, I don't know. He's getting in the drugstore business. I know that. Which I know. Is, he's offered the chance to distribute the, the COVID vaccine. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but what's, the, what's the bigger story that the mainstream media is really not covering? I don't know. Tell me. They've got a store. They've got a, a, a Amazon fulfillment center right in Alabama right that is trying to, to unionize to unionize yeah. and have a vote yeah. And Jeff Bezos has came out and said we don't want mail in voting. We're going to allow them to vote in person at the at the at the at the Amazon uh-huh. fulfillment center. Sure. And 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 that will keep anything from being fraudulent. Okay. In the election. Okay. So you've got all these CEOs. And all these big corporations that back Biden that now don't want mail-in ballots mm-hmm. for whether we're going to unionize or oh, not. It's a little hypocritical. The, little, I agree the with hypocrisy you. Yeah. is amazing. I, no, no, I I couldn't agree. And now I can, we can't control really what Bezos does. Uh, Dalton, do you use Amazon a lot? Do you think Amazon is a monopoly? I think. I'm kind of conflicted because I do use Amazon. Right. I do think it's a monopoly, but yeah. I also think that it's done a lot of good things. People are really down on Bezos because he's so rich. Right. But I think Jeff Bezos, I mean, he takes like, if you, he he takes the same percentage of money now that he did when he started the company. So it's not like right. he's out here doing all these evil things. He's just making so much money. He can afford to take, I mean, he's taking a fraction. Sure. You know, um, but I, I mean, there is a bit of a, a monopoly there, but it's... Anybody can get into that business. What what do you, what do you, you talk about monopolies? What do you think about the media people lobbying to get OAN and Newsmax taken off cable television and put into ten million homes or millions and millions of homes because they don't agree with what Newsmax and OAN says? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that it's every corporation in Americans rights to to lobby. I think it's all of their rights to lobby. Now, now that's tough. People have a hard time with that. But see, in this system, people have a voice, okay? And, and money has a voice. Money has that's correct. Money has a voice. Money now has you're a voice. getting down to why I'm a Democrat. No, 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 no. Hang right. on, hang on. Hang on. Joe, yeah. Biden, yeah. Joe Biden, one of his EEOs EOs of this week. Yeah. Was to to negate Trump's e- executive order, yeah, yeah, no. that that took down the price of insulin and took down the price of epipens. Yes, and and, and and Joe Biden says, "Oh, well, Trump did it, so we're going to reverse it." 
Yeah, but so, but so there's I've, a lot of people uh-huh. that that are diabetic, and there's a lot of people that yeah. need those epipens. Yeah, that are not now going to pay three and four and five times what they were paying under the Trump administration. This and is that's, true. That's, and that's that's Joe Biden working for Big Pharma. Well, I'm glad you brought up the executive orders, JT, because I want to put the election to bed. Uh, the election's I, to bed. Okay. I, I, I put the election I, to bed. We are where we are. Okay. That's why I didn't agree to come back on your show until after all the stuff okay. was settled. Fair enough. I didn't believe, with all my heart, I didn't believe Joe Biden would ever get squared in. And see, JT, I, I know never lots of that. people like you. And and so this is where— But now I'm I'm here accepting reality. Yes, and a lot and of I'm people here are. paying my bill. Yes, and paying I, my bill, and I appreciate that. And, and but that's the thing, right? When when you hear the unity comment, and we hear this often, uh, and we hear lots of folks say, "I'm not unifying." No, I'm. Not, hell no. And I hear it on my side too. Okay, so the reason why on my side it says, "Hey, I'm not unifying until people acknowledge the election." Let me let me just dive right in here, and we'll get back to executive orders. Heard you talking about your show earlier about Senator Blackburn, Senator Haggerty. You're cross with them now, JT, right? Big time. Okay. Big time, because they lied. Yeah. They absolutely 100% lied. And I don't know why you're shocked by that, though, JT. I'm not, That's I'm not shocked. Yeah. I'm not shocked by Haggerty. I, 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 I did fundraisers for Manny Sethi. Yeah. I, I knew he was trash. Yeah. And, and I know he's a rhino. I know he was business partners with uh, Mitt Romney. Yes. I know he worked at Bain Capital. I know that the only reason in the world... The only reason in the world that Donald Trump put him as the ambassador of Japan was to get him half a world away and get him out of Washington, D.C. No kidding. Donald Trump never asked him to come back and run for Senate. Donald Trump didn't want him to come back and didn't run for Trump Senate. Did Trump endorse him that way? No. Well, Trump endorsed him, him after the fact, mm-hmm. but he never asked him to quit being the ambassador. Mm-hmm. That was something that Haggerty wanted. Right. And then Haggerty... Who, where did Haggerty's money come from? 80, 95% of Haggerty's money came out of Washington, D.C. Yes, it did. He's an the established grassroots, the, the grassroots yeah. people didn't vote for Haggerty. So so where I'm going with this, J.T., and that's what I said, we're putting the I election couldn't to do, bed. I want to go As much as I did, yeah. I couldn't get Manny Sathy above Haggerty. Yeah. And I did a bunch for Manny yeah. because I knew Manny worked in the VA. That's one of my big deals. Yeah. That's one of my. That's one where my heart is for veterans. Right. Manny Sethi had grown up with his doctor's practice, working through the VA, so he knew where the bodies were buried and how that organization ran, ineffectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I talked to Manny Sethi on several occasions, he illustrated to me the things that I knew that I didn't have to tell him that he already knew about how. The VA ran. Right, and so you were a big supporter of Sethi. So so you're kind of getting to it. So as you think Dr. Sethi runs again, this is where I want to get to. I want to get start looking forward on these two. From a Republican in Tennessee like yourself, do you think that I think there's going to be – is Manny Sethi going to primary well, Marsha Blackburn? That's my question. Well, you, here's, here's one of the things you don't necessarily know right now, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of underlying talk about a recall election for Haggerty after all that's went on. Well, it's funny you say that now, JT, because I really, you know, I keep saying we want to put the election to bed. We haven't even touched the insurrection, but you know, the main reason why Haggerty and Blackburn flipped their votes is because there's a real chance that the people, really Holly and 
and Ted Cruz are going to at least get censured by their own body, by the Senate, possibly even sent home by the Senate. They're not going to get sent home. But but they could. They they, they legally could send legally them home. they could, but legally Joe Biden could get kicked out too for his his Burisma bull crap. Well, I, they, I mean through an impeachment process, through sure, which we're all familiar which with. It's that already now. been filed. Yeah, absolutely. Let let's move on, JT. And I want to bring <laughs> Dalton in the conversation. So, uh, Dalton, do you think that that um, are you, this these executive orders that Joe Biden just there was a stack of them and he just unwound them? Okay? All, all on blank paper, by the way. All on blank paper, sure. But but executive orders, I'm against them. I don't really care who the president is. Dalton, do you think that we should do something about executive orders? and a president's power to do those because the next guy that comes in can just wipe them out. This is why we have legislation. This is why it's called being a code of codified law, right? That's why it moves through the House so one man can't just write a law. So there's, it's almost like an unspoken rule with, with pastors. And I'll okay. use this as an example. Yeah. And um, – it's just sort of some insider information I've gotten over the years. Mm-hmm. You don't change anything for the first six months you're at a church. Mm-hmm. You get to a church for six months. You you know you do your job, your day to day job. You preach. You you talk with people. You minister, but you don't change anything. You don't change the song service. Mm-hmm. You don't change, you know, the service times. You don't kind of like redo you the bought floors. a business, right? Right. Yeah. You leave everything the same for for six months, mm-hmm. and then maybe even a year if you if you're really new. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go from there, and you gradually kind of ease into things. Right. I think that's a much better way to go about executive orders. Mm-hmm. Just from my perspective, just I wasn't expecting this question. So yeah, I haven't sure, had any I know it's a tough question, it. buddy. Yeah. But you know, I I think limiting the president's power is, um, you know, because it's not like the president has. I mean, he does have a lot of power, but it's not like. Overwhelming, unlimited. The president's power was limited by the Constitution. That's what I'm saying. So th- there is a limit to that power already. So I, I don't. There's think... already lawsuits filed, mm-hmm. already by the state of Texas, because mm-hmm. they Joe Biden wrote an executive order telling them to release everybody in ICE custody. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And Texas has already filed a lawsuit mm-hmm. against him for wanting to release all illegal immigrants that are in ICE custody. Right. And so, see, what you're doing in itself is proving my point about why I'm against executive orders, right? This should right. have gone through the body, through the legislative body. But they can't. The Democrats have never been able to pass their bull crap. Sure, Obamacare passed. It didn't pass. Yeah, it did. It passed. <laughs> it it's the law of the land. The ACA is the law of the land. No. So it passed because they had control of the House the first two years, just like Trump's tax they didn't cut have, passed. The, the Republicans had it the first two years. The Republican had the House, and the, but Paul Ryan was on his side. Paul Ryan was a rhino. Well, the first okay. two years of Trump's administration, Paul Ryan was the Speaker no, no, of the House. No, I mean of of Obama's administration. But Obama's administration was Paul done. Ryan. Yes, it was, but the first two years it was Democrat control. Am I not correct? I don't think you're right. Then how did the ACA pass? Did a bunch of Republicans? Above, a bunch of a bunch of rhinos got on yeah. board with what they were trying to do. Okay, because okay. Mitt Romney did the same thing in Massachusetts. Okay, universal health care yes, was, was based was a off low, the Romney plan. It was based off a of Romney plan yeah, in Massachusetts. It sure was. There's look, I'm going to. I'm not a Republican versus Democrat guy. I'm an America first versus everybody else. Sure, sure. The way I identify is not Republican. 
Right. I, re- I identify as what is going to make America strong. Okay. What is going to make America fair? Because without a strong Christian nation in the world today, then we're just all going to be Muslims before it's over. Well, I, don't, I really don't you believe don't that. You don't, don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. believe that. You don't believe that, but that's fine. I, I, you don't I, have I, to. I don't believe that. Anyway, I just don't believe that, that, that. JT, but that's okay. You talk, we're, we're on executive orders. You, went, you brought up okay. America first. Now, I heard this on your show earlier, and you were talking about the Keystone Pipeline. Yep. And uh, Biden repealing that. Now, yep. now what's back? And then his press secretary said that they could find new jobs. Yeah, well, here's what's When ba- asked about what, here's what was going on. baffling to me, JT. Uh-huh. Because you you uh, criticize globalism, right? You're not a fan of Absolutely. Global. Absolutely. thousand percent. Then why do you care about Canada running a pipeline through the United States uh, to sell oil to the Chinese? Okay. Why do you care? You should be against that's the not, pipeline. That's not, exactly, that's not exactly the truth. No, you that know is that. the truth. That's what's so funny about it is you don't know. You don't, you, you're trying to spin it. No, that's JT, American this jobs, is what I know. American gas, American process. No, this is from the tar sands of Canada. They're high sulfur, and so the refineries in Houston would be the ones that refine the, the, high, the tar sand, high sulfur oil. And the only people with emissions that allows that to burn in their cars are the Chinese. So it's not a big leap for me to say that they're going to sell this oil to the Chinese. But what I hear from Folks of your persuasion is, oh, you just wait on the gas prices. Joe Biden's going to drive up the 42, gas prices. 42,000 American blue-collar jobs. Gone. I, I don't believe that. Gone. I don't believe that. Well, but you, anyway. don't, you, don't, yeah. you, you aren't ever going to believe it. Well, but that's 42,000 American blue-collar. Maybe in the construction of the pipeline. Maybe in the construction mm-hmm. of the pipeline. Okay, I, maybe I'll give you that, but not for the duration. So we want to go to the battery mines that totally ruin the earth? No, 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 no. We I, want to go to the battery mines and, and all the stuff that they're 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 digging out of the earth in Africa and so on and so forth that are making the battery cars. The, oh yeah. Well, you're the, talking about cobalt and you're yeah. talking about African children that that, that go to a mine that that but pull Democrats out a piece of cobalt. But Democrats don't care about that. Oh, either. I care about that a lot. There, there's more things with you that I agree on than not. Let's talk about the Paris Climate Accords, okay? That's we, the we, dumbest thing he got back into yet. Okay. Now, we're already meeting all the standards. Dalton, what do you think about Tesla automobiles? Do you like electric cars? Are they really cool? Or could you stay with a gas burner? I mean, I, I do have a gas car, mm-hmm. and I like Most my car. Do. I yeah. like my car. Yeah. I mean, that being said, and I'm I'm saying this from a strictly car perspective. This sure. has nothing to do with my political beliefs. Right. I, I didn't have a dream car until I saw a Tesla, and I've heard several people say that. Now, this is how I you change the world. Were, I didn't know they were electric for a while. Right. But and I think that's kind of the point. You can have all the cars you want in the world, mm-hmm. but you're never going to replace a tractor trailer that brings your groceries. He's got them, man. He's got them. Tesla's got truck. I want, listen, dude, I want one of the electric dump trucks so bad I can't stand it. I want oh, to be the, one of the first guys driving an electric dump truck delivering rock around town. Are you kidding me? I'd love it. Uh, but, yeah, they've got them and semis to come into. And, JT, this is why I'm concerned because you know what the number one job in the state of Tennessee still is? What? Truck driver. And you know who's about to be replaced in the next 10 years? Who? Truck drivers. By what? By automated cars. Dalton, you're out of your you're out of your mind. They have autopilot. You've lost your mind. Really? You went totally 
totally. You don't think in a decade. No. To play my place is the is the moderator. Okay. I think you're a little early on that. A I decade. do think it'll happen at least within my lifetime. No. Yeah. And then, you're because, out of, you 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 both have lost there are, there are, your your listen, utopia Jason, is never going to there are there are consumers there the are consumer grade cars that have autopilot on them right now that will drive themselves you can go to a dealership right this second and buy one if you have the money and here's the it's other, not like it's something that hasn't been invented yet it's something that's currently happening and here's the game changer Dalton now they've got it for secondary streets. Right. Now they've got that's autopilot for it's, secondary streets. It's not like something that's. An I'm not idea. saying and that I understand you're not going to need a from. dude to sit there, right? And I'm and, to and monitor like the truck. Like I said, you're a little early on the ten years thing. I'm thinking maybe thirty, maybe forty, but it, I think it'll happen. It's how fast they can gin them out, and that's why Tesla's moving to Texas. That's so the it can same thing that uh, Amazon's going to try to deliver everything by, by, by. Uh, What's the drones? Uh-huh. And we'll be out there redneck shooting them things down, getting oh. free stuff. Oh yeah, that's that could happen. That's gonna happen. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the police using drones too to come back and shoot back at you, that's JT. Fine. I mean, that, that, but like but, I said, this once again, that the whole car thing has nothing to do with whether well, I think my it should point happen is, or not. Is that when you change the market, like with the Tesla, and you make it cool, people even their environmental concerns are gr- secondary. Okay. But they want to drive that electric car. You're not going to automate plumbers. You're not going to automate agree. electricians. Agree. Your framers. You're not going to automate things that blue collar people have to do. Agree. But that. But Build you're going to automate line. a lot of things like warehouses. You're going to automate a lot of things like. Listen, man, I've been in the stone business. You would not believe how technology is impacting a rock quarry, Fred Flintstone style. Okay. We don't have. We hadn't changed much since the ancient Egyptians, but technology's really changing it. Let me keep going though, JT. I'm listening. We talked about the pipelines, the Paris Climate Accords. Okay, really, we've already met the standards. Except we're not paying for everybody else to meet the standards. Yeah, right, right. That's that's the free money stuff that is ever everybody. Unless America pays for it, it's not going to happen globally. Well. Maybe, maybe not. Like no, China maybe, leads, maybe not. China leads the world now in, in, in they do not a renewable technology, but also in pollution as well. But anyway, let's keep going, JT. So Paris well, Climate Accords, but let me tell you where my problem is. I'm tired of the world making all the changes they want to make in socialism and communism uh-huh. off the back of American tax dollars. Okay, okay. Give me an example of a country doing that. I'll give you a country right now. Sure. The country right now is Turkey that's using our money that we're paying Turkey to build fences to keep refugees out. Yeah. And we, hey, who was it that slaughtered the Kurds that were our allies? Turks. It was Turkey. Yeah. And we're sending them millions and billions of dollars in this whole COVID omnibus bullcrap. Right, right. So that they can build border fences, but Obama, or Biden wants to stop building ours or even tear them down. Mm-hmm. Or he wants to stop for 100 days any incarceration of illegal immigrants. Okay. Okay. Listen, you listen. You Kim Jong-un, mm-hmm. the Guatemalan caravans, mm-hmm. all of those have started. ISIS has started bombing again in Iraq, mm-hmm. taking claim for the bombings in Iraq. All three of those are just three examples mm-hmm. of the use of um, the the abuse of America because of the pink pussy hats. Okay. All right. When peace through strength is no longer our motto, 
when peace through strength is no longer our motto, uh-huh. ISIS rears its head back up. Right. North Korea rears his head back up, and Guatemalans are starting caravans again. So, JT, Just because Donald Trump's not there, and they know they can't push anybody. Okay. They're going to be able to push anybody around they want to now because the pussycats are in charge. Well, so uh, the the Russian uh, – and, and, and when you say that, when you say that, you, you're say talking it. about feminists. <clears throat> Most of the feminists I know don't really talk about foreign policy. They talk about domestic policy, just just so we know. That's because they would throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, they, I, I mean, they don't. They're more concerned about what's going on here, similar to you in American first. Uh, but the feminists first. Want, want Joe Biden in office. Yes, but, they do. But Joe Biden is not going to stop them from keeping women from driving in Pakistan. They're not going to keep women from driving in Saudi Arabia. They're not going to keep women from doing this and keep women from doing that in other countries. They just worry about what's going on here. Mm-hmm. This is true. And, well, and, and to they're some so extent. they're so tunnel visioned yeah. that they don't understand that if we don't stand up for the rights of the people that we stand up for, mm-hmm. that it ain't going to get transferred to any other country. Mm-hmm. So peace what, through strength. Peace through strength, and and what we're doing out there when we're when we're strength. When we're providing our strength, we're, we're protecting American assets, right? All over the world. Not just American assets. Okay. So this is the globalism that you really don't like, what American right? What American assets were we protecting in Somalia when I was getting killed by Muslims? That's, that's a great question. That's a great question. What about in Saudi Arabia? What, what about in Somalia? Yeah. What about in Iraq? What in Iraq? Yeah. What in Iraq is an American interest? See, what I'm trying to do, JT, is no, I'm no, trying no. to find areas that we what? can agree on. Well, you and I what? are tired of being the world's police force, and instead of us what being are we, serial, what, let's what American interests are there in Iraq? The oil. Other than the oil that's in the ground, we have no other interest in Iraq. Oh, crap. Okay, what are our interests? Is the it to spread, spread democracy? Of, uh, no, the spread, the spread of the, the spread of militant Islam. Okay. Well, that, from well, Iran. But, well, that's the that that's the buffer zone between Iran and Israel. Okay. Well, now I'm not going to have an, a, a we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of the Shiite versus the Shia, but Dalton could probably help us here. It's about it's like comparing a Baptist to a Church of Christ, Dalton. That's basically what we're doing. I'd say a little further than that. Let's say let's say a Baptist to a Catholic. Let's go that Okay, extent. a Baptist to a Catholic. And then. I and Shia Shia and Shia. You got to edit that. <laughs> Let me write the time down again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the second time I've done it. That's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Keep going. But yeah. the Shia and the Shiite kill more of each other every year than they kill of Americans. Yeah, well. The, I guarantee they kill, Muslims kill more of each other than they kill of, of any, of infidels every year. Uh, well, yeah, that's for sure. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, the problem is, is that we're buddies with the people that kill us, and we we act like the Shia in Iran. They've never attacked us. Bullcrap. They pay Hezbollah every time. Okay, they may pay. Hezbollah. That's why Hezbollah's done. They may pay. They haven't Hezbollah. had any money to give them. But 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 where has Hezbollah hit the United when, States? When United States, when the United States last year. Oil was at zero dollars a barrel. Right. I remember when it went negative. 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 And when they went zero dollars a barrel and they went negative dollars a barrel, Mm -hmm. there was no money to give Hezbollah in the Mm -hmm. Middle East Mm -hmm. because they didn't have any extra money. Okay. Yeah. And, and, And nothing, nothing. There was no bombings. 
They didn't do any mortar or rocket attacks on U.S. embassies or U.S. facilities in Iraq uh-huh. for two years. Right, right. And the minute, the minute we swear in, the week that we swear in Joe Biden, there's three bombings, mm-hmm. and ISIS takes credit for all of them. And 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 you think this is because of a perceived weakness? Absolutely. Okay. So the, the Russians, same reason. The Russians, let me ask you a question. Let me get I'm you Solar Winds, the largest, largest cyber security breach in our history, happened about a month ago, six weeks ago. We're still finding out they were in state, they were in treasury, they were in DOD, they were violating our companies everywhere. Once Joe Biden was elected, Vladimir Putin issued a warning to be prepared for a, an attack from the United States, a cyber attack as a revenge from the solar winds attack that the Russians put us under. Do you support a cyber attack against the Russians? I support one against the Chinese. Okay, so you don't support one against the Russians, even though we know for a fact we that they attacked us. We crippled Russia. We know Donald Trump crippled Russia Okay. by taking all their money from G- Germany for natural gas. Okay. You're talking about the liquefied gas. We we can get into that. We're we're getting down the rabbit hole too far again, JT. I'm trying to keep us on track. But do you so you don't support a cyber attack against the Russians as payback for they what they did? They have nothing to offer us right now. Okay. The Chinese are the ones that are our biggest enemies. All the right. Chinese are our number one. Now enemy. I'm going to swap over. I'm going to pivot right there. What you said. Now you've gone to China, Dalton. I want you in on this conversation, Dalton. For the first time in history. Last week, more foreign investment dollars into China than into the United States. For the first time in history, China now has more foreign investors than we do. Awesome. What do we do, guys? Well, okay, so we take a guy that's America first. They're trying to help China pay for rice that Trump sold them for the first time ever. Yeah, okay, right. Trump sold sold rice to China. Yeah, sure. For the first time ever. Okay. Trump had them on the ropes. But you got Eric Swalwell, you got Diane Feinstein's driver for twenty years. Right. We don't want to talk about China. I do want to talk about China. I want to talk to Dalton about China Let's because he's the him. one that's got forty years in front of him. Dalton. I guess that's an excellent point. That's an excellent I hope point a few more because than 40. The, well, no, probably about forty. Forty's fine. For, okay, we'll say forty, fifty years in front of you though, Dalton. But the Chinese are definitely going to play a role in the economic future of you and your family and so do you think it's time to get with the military with china like jt suggest jt what what do you suggest do we just stop dealing with china do we just shut it down what what do we do i say we stop being their friends and let them have all the freedoms that they have in america oh there's Chinese people buying land all over America, and nobody's stepping in, and it's Chinese nationals that are on the freaking deeds. Okay. I want to get a response from Dalton. Yeah. I I agree with you to an extent, right? I don't I don't think we should be buddy-buddy with China. I think they do a lot of things that, um, like, I mean, they have concentration camps. There are literal concentration for camps Muslims. in China for yeah. Muslims and Christians, and Christians as we speak. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, you know— 
wherever you fall on, on the religious freedom issue, I think it is something that should be worldwide. I human love, interest. I, I love hearing if, conservatives talk about human rights if, all day if, long. If, if, if somebody else's religious freedom, and I said this when, when it came out about these Muslim concentration camps, I said this is something that everybody should be against because if one religion mm-hmm. is being targeted, the others are, are soon to follow. And then not a, week, not a week, two weeks later, they opened up those concentration camps mm-hmm. for Christians in China. Absolutely. Um, I think they're doing a lot of things. I, I, I completely agree with you that I don't think we should really be... We should, definitely shouldn't be friends. Okay. But I don't know... Like This is why I don't deal with foreign affairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the answer to that is. Right. Because um, they're... I mean... I really don't know. Our army's probably our military is probably stronger than theirs, but they definitely have definitely. more numbers. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, they they, definitely they don't. There's numbers. so many of them that they don't need guns, right? They could just throw rocks. I mean, it, if it's, they could all get here, it, it's right? a it's a tough yeah. It's a tough spot to be in. Well, they're, they're almost here. I mean, they're, that's they're, they're building ports in Jamaica. They're they, building ports in the Dominican Republic. They are. They've got camps in China, in Canada. Once again, JT, you're touching on something that you and I can agree on. I've got business interests. And friends with business interests down in the Bahamas, the biggest concern they have are the Chinese buying everything up. You want to know what the difference? They're buying. They're buying ranches in Texas. You want to know what? They're the, buying ranches in in Montana. You, they're buying ranches in Texas, paying three times what the ranches were. They, they bought the largest hog farm in the country not too long ago just to secure the pork, right? I'm I'm telling you, the okay. the Chinese are a bigger enemy to us than Russia. And they well, have, and, and and they're emerging. Trump yes. had them on the ropes. Well, I don't know about that. He had them on the but, ropes. He sold them rice. Jesus Christ, he sold them rice. <laughs> okay, I get that. I, but it, our, but our cattlemen suffered. Our soybean crops How did they suffered. sell? Well, they, they we sold them so we sold them soybeans. We did, but it was a much reduced rate. Anyway, let's not get too caught up in the details. Let's, let's the details back. are worth the details are the devil are is in the details. Well, it is in the details, JT. Like I said, we we have to do some. This is the biggest problem I have with the Chinese abroad is because they. They're the biggest the, dealers of intellectual property. Yes, they are. Ever. Yes, they are. And listen, JT, they they are do things in foreign countries that American businesses can't do, like bribe the local officials. Okay, and that happens all over the world. But if you take an American company that goes and bribes a foreign official, they're committing a crime in the United States. That's why that doesn't happen. But these other countries don't have the same types of financial rules. So how do we? We've got to find a way to fix that. You and I can both agree on that, right? We've got to find a way to fix that. China is our biggest enemy, and if you agree with that, then I agree with you. Well, I I would say that they are the emerging adversary, for sure. Especially here's the problem: we are tied economically to to you know how we're tied to the Russians to self-assured mutual destruction. We're tied to the Chinese to economic self-assured mutual destruction. Guess who did that? Nixon did that back in the 70s is when it got started. And if the Chinese fail, we fail and vice versa. And that's why I don't – anyway, that, it's a very delicate balance. But anyway, guys, let's keep going, JT. What's your next one? Who oh. owns the most debt of America? Uh, of, of, the, of the $21 trillion we're in debt, who owns the most of it? Social Security. Oh, you mean which foreign entity? There you go. Uh, $1.3 trillion is the Chinese, but it only represents about 10%. Most of it's owned by Americans themselves, 
which is the Social Security Administration, <coughs> and the purchasers of, bond, of bonds are who owns the debt, which are primarily Americans uh, mm-hmm. and the American government. Right. What's the next one, JT? What? Uh, how do we get? Like we said, we're not going to unify. Like not ever. Okay. I'm not going to. I'm okay with that. I know JT Cooper's a good guy. I know JT Cooper does a lot of good things for the community, for his family. We just disagree on politics. Just like you've got blue eyes and I've got brown eyes. You've got a different opinion, so did I. How do we get constructive? <laughs> Let's talk about the pandemic. The most, the the foremost thing, right? It's the pandemic that we can all agree on. How do we get did there? You see, Dalton. I did. Dalton, Dalton, Dalton didn't want in on this one. Yeah, come on, Dalton. Do you want in on this one? So, how do we unify on that? Yeah, I think the ship has sailed. I do. I genuinely think the ship has sailed on that because, and this is not just uh, you know conservatives don't right. believe in it, and Democrats right. are taking it too far. It's it's both sides have just gone way too far in the opposite direction, and there's no getting back to the middle at this point. Good point. We're just going to have to get through COVID, get it over with, and then hope we don't make the same mistakes for the next issue. I think. What about Como, Lightfoot, Pitzker, and Whitmer? Yeah, okay. I'm not going to play what about ism today. Well, no, JT. no, no. What about, I, well, what what about it? What On I'm, February 1st, they're lifting all their COVID restrictions in New York. We got, you got, you got Como, you got Pitzker and Lightfoot in Illinois, you got Whitmer in Michigan. All of them are lifting their restaurant restrictions on February 1st. Mm-hmm. How did it cure? Two weeks after the inauguration. Well, let me ask you this. How, how do, do we get those, a cure? Do you think those restaurants going to be full? I think that the people who want to go be American and be free uh-huh. are going to be in those restaurants. Yeah. Well, here's what I keep telling you, and I told you last time. You can call the 30% of us that take this virus extremely <laughs> serious. You can call us snowflakes or whatever. But until you convince that 30% of people who are just very – I don't care about the 30%, because that's not the, that's not the 70%. Okay, here's the thing. You have no economy. Until those people return to participate in the economy, as far as consumers, as far as workers, you have no economy. We have The workers to- aren't going to return until they make less money on on welfare and, and unemployment than they made at their jobs. Do you know anybody? The unemployment in Tennessee is $250. Do you Plus know- 600 uh, plus three hundred from, from the federal government. From the federal, six hundred from the federal government. So two thousand dollars a month. Eight fifty. How many people you know getting rich? How many people's getting rich off two thousand dollars a month, JT? I, there, I know Come people. On. I know people today that won't go back to work for their restaurant owners uh-huh. because they made more on unemployment than they made working for the restaurant. Well, what does that say about the restaurant? That says a lot about the restaurant because, at the fact of the matter is, the restaurant. Is only going to be able to charge what you're willing to pay to go to the restaurant. Yeah. So if you want to go to the dollar menu, mm-hmm. you can't pay fifteen dollars an hour at the cash register. Yeah. So minimum wage. That's where we're going with this. Is on the minimum wage. Let's say. Um, what do you think about that fifteen dollars a minimum wage? Obviously, you're. That's all it. federal. Yeah. Right now, the executive order Biden signed is only yeah. affecting federal jobs. Yeah, once so again, all these what's, what's all the, these little Antifa and BLM people that we're all celebrating go back to McDonald's and realize they're still making eight, nine, ten dollars an hour because yeah, it's only for right. federal jobs. Yeah, it is. But once again, the power of executive orders, right? It's not it's really. Not really a, it's not really. It's not really a, so a lot. Why do we let them do it? But why do we let Whitmer? Why do we let 
Haggerty, why do we let um oh, what's his name? Uh Ketron. Ketron, yeah. Executive order dictate that we all wear a mask. Uh-huh. I, I I haven't worn a mask. If you don't want my business and I walk into your door and you tell me I need to put on a mask, I've walked out and, and there's five or six or seven that are right up front in my head right now sure. that I'll never walk back into. Yeah. Okay. So so what you're really you don't describing want my is this mass realignment of the economy and economic business uh, absolutely. here, Absolutely. Right? When we put all these things together, Dalton. What do you want? Well, well, I want to tell you. Do you want my business or do you want to be the mass police? Okay, well, let me tell you what's coming, JT. Now, Dalton, you can talk about this as far as technology goes, but all businesses are racing to develop their own electronic version of a vaccine passport. Where are you on a vaccine passport, JT? I will never take the vaccine. So, so you're not willing, so you won't fly again. I, I, I'm not going to fly. You won't go if that's to what concert. it requires. You won't go to a concert again. No. I mean, as far as a promoted no. concert. Okay. Okay. That's what it's going to be. No, it's not. And if it is, there's going to be a retaliation that you've never seen before. And and retaliation, why? You're going to retaliate against the taco shop because they're, but in order to walk in, they're requiring your uh, that's proof right. of vaccination. That's right. I'm not, I'm not ever going to walk into that taco shop. Okay. And that, but that's what you mean by a reaction. There there's will be an be economic a reaction. reaction. There will be an economic reaction. Look. I've told, I've been told many, many times, JT, you would have a better music career if you weren't as political as you are. JT, you would have a, a much better time. Hey, doing buddy, this. try being a Democrat in Tennessee. J- yeah. you would have a much better this or that <laughs> if you weren't who you were. Right. Until I sell seventy-two million records. Right. I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna keep being who I am. Yeah. No. No. I'm not asking you. There's to. no I'm just asking you. There, will you the Bible says. The Bible says. And I'm going to go back to the Bible here. My Bible says that in the in the last days, that unless you take the mark of the beast, okay, you will not be allowed to buy or sell. Okay. And anyone who takes the mark of the beast will be not not a believer. Okay. Okay. So at the end of the day, at so the end of the day, I don't know that the mark of the beast is six six six. I don't know that it's a tattoo on your forehead or a tattoo on your hand or a vaccine passport on your phone here we go i'm not taking the vaccine because somebody tells me i've got to have it to buy or sell gotcha this is in my wheelhouse yeah just so that's the only reason i'm piping up here i do know you know um i try to know as much as i can about the bible and stuff so just for my unprofessional opinion i don't think we're in the end times right i just don't I think things have been a whole lot worse since Jesus walked the earth than they are right now. And I think they'll be a whole lot better than they are right now. Um, That's an opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, right? right. And the Bible says that no Jesus does. doesn't even know. So right. if I said I did know, then I would be claiming I'm smarter than Jesus, and I'm not going to sit here and do that. Right? right. I am smart enough to know not to do that. But I would like to to just, out of all... All clarification, because I have heard a lot of people in the religious circle say that Joe Biden is the Antichrist. I've heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. We heard it with Barack Obama, heard mm-hmm. it with Trump even. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true either. I just don't think we're I don't think we're there. I, I think it'll be something that will be absolutely the mark of the beast specifically will be something that people who are followers of Jesus will be able to tell with certainty what it is. I just don't mark, think Luke chapter twelve. Luke chapter twelve. Mm-hmm. Verse 49 says, I did not come to bring you 
unity. I came to bring division. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, in the red letters, said, I didn't come to bring unity. I, br I came to bring division. And when I come, there will be three and one. Uh, there will be five in a house, and there will be three against two and two against three. Mm -hmm. And mother will be a father. And f There's going to be a time where what we believe, and once we've reached the age of accountability, that we're going to have to stand for ourselves mm -hmm. individually. Every knee shall bow. That means each one of us are going to have to answer for what we believe. Mm -hmm. My beliefs are the beliefs that I will never unify with the party that wants to kill babies. That's the so, number one thing that boils down to me mm -hmm. is I will never unify with Satan's Democratic Party so, that supports abortion. So okay, JT, and that's that's my number one. Oh, I hear you. That's that. J, I, abortion is is the biggest catch-all for everyone. So let me ask you a question, JT. For the last forty years, Republican lawmakers and candidates have been telling you that they agree with you and that they're going to do they something about keep it. Keep paying. They keep voting to pay. And why do you Planned continue Parenthood. to support them? I don't. I, I support America first, and that's what I sat here and told you at the okay. beginning of this show. Okay. I don't identify as a Democrat, Republican, okay. or a Libertarian that just wants to throw rocks at both sides. I hear you. Let's let's go. And you're right about well, the Libertarians has been kind of funny because it's a great mental exercise until you get in practicality, right? And then it's like, uh oh, well, we've got to feed these people or they're hungry. Anyway, uh, you can't just pull yourself up by the bootstraps if you don't have any boots. But uh, anyway, JT, you just reminded me of one more thing that I wanted to talk about right there, which was the accountability part of all of this. We've got to somehow be accountable to each other to say we're going to work on certain things together, whether it be the pandemic, whether it be the economy. But what you're talking about, politically speaking, is you're not a Republican anymore. You're not a Democrat. You're not a Libertarian do you think, and I believe this, do you think that there are really three, maybe four political parties in this country instead of two? Because you have the Republicans are split. And although the one the amazing thing Joe Biden The Democrats done, are split. Well, Joe Biden did an amazing thing by unifying the Democrats. No, he okay? didn't. He when, did an amazing thing by stealing a damn election. <laughs> I will say this. I think Trump did an amazing job at unifying the Democrats. I will say that as opposed to Joe Biden. Joe Biden runs against I think that, George Bush. Yeah. Joe Biden runs against a different Republican candidate. He probably candidate. loses, yes. He probably loses. Well, he probably don't even make it to that. the primary. I will just say that. I don't think Joe Biden is the one who's responsible for unifying the Democratic Party. Okay. I would actually go as far to say it was probably Trump's doing. I will just That's that's just a really that good forward. point, Dalton. It really is. So my point to you, JT, is do, if if Donald Trump forms the Patriot Party, will you break off to the Absolutely. Patriot? Okay. Okay. Thousand percent. Do you think that that long term, do you think that that helps? Will have an impact? No. Do you think it advanced the conservative I think agenda? next the next the next election will maybe be the first election that I never vote in because there's, oh, I, so have I, I have a hard feeling. that, JT. I have a hard time that. accepting the fact that I'm going to vote for anybody that is playing the game. Yeah. For for so long, Democrats and Republicans have been two wings of the same turkey. You just don't like the establishment. Neither I don't do like I. the establishment at all. So that's well, you, you guys so have got all the Antifa and all the BLM. If you go to Antifa.com today, you know where it takes you? Straight to the White House website 
Well, I'm sure that if you if did you that. if you did if you go to www.antifa.com and you and you hit enter, it takes you straight to the White House page. Okay. You go to BLM, and what did it do? When you went to the BLM website and you want to make a contribution, it went where? To the DNC. To the DNC, yeah. Hmm. And and, okay. and all of that stuff from from the get go has been all about. And now you've got Seattle, Portland, and all those places still burning, mm-hmm. and Antifa breaking in and tearing up the Democratic Party okay. headquarters. Listen, I'll be the first one to say, and you that guys all stood behind them. Proper, I don't stand behind any violence. Joe Biden isn't even of, once said a crime. word about them, not once. But they sure well, went off about them. They sure went off about the conservatives going into the Capitol Hill. I was one of the ones that wanted to be right there in the hey, middle of there's it. There's a big difference between burning down the donut stand in Portland and storming the Capitol. Oh, whatever. First, we need to establish that. They didn't that. burn anything. I'm at just the saying, there's a. They huge... didn't burn anything at the Capitol. And if you go to any of the videos, the Capitol Police and the, the police, that they just stood back and let them do it. So it was an inside job, is what you're saying. Then. So I'm saying that there was a lot of people that just stood back and let it happen. Yeah. I'd say those people are going to jail, wouldn't you? No. I do, I would. But anyway, Dalton, I'm sorry. I was going to say, it is worth noting that I think just about everybody has turned against Antifa at this point. I'm not sure if you've kept up with that the past few days. But they kept going against Joe Biden, even post-election, mm-hmm. you know, saying it wasn't about Trump. It was about just the establishment. The establishment. Right, the, right, the, the, the country as it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, the, you know, there has been a little more retaliation against Antifa now. So they've kind of burned bridges on both sides. Well, Black Lives Matters is already screaming at Joe Biden for not giving them enough voice. Yeah, right, right. And that's true. And and so, see, I think that, that one thing that happens, and listen, we do. I do this to you too. We conflate and try to stereotype and put everybody into one block and group of people. The Black Lives Matters protest that went on the past couple of years, it was just simply about People being unarmed, people being shot in the back and killed out on the streets. What do you, you think about the one from Minneapolis that came on and did his little interview the other day? That said, "I, you know, you guys have been out here doing all this stuff, but I really did have a knife when the police shot me." Yeah, well, hey, listen. Once again, anyone that's committed to violence or property crime, we should all be against. Okay, there's the common ground again, JT. None of us will sit here and agree that that's a good. That thing. guy was the first one of all the people in the last ten years that stood up and said, "Yes, I was wrong." No, no, I hear Jacobs. You. I, I think you. was his name. Is that right, Jacob? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I think, I and think. he took responsibility because he said, "You know, yes, I did have a knife," and everybody wanted to protest and burn mm-hmm. the city down mm-hmm. and because I got shot in the car with my kids, but I was going for a gun because I already had a knife. Listen, I, I don't... And everybody wants to jump on these, these social media... But videos of why? men being shot in the back that are running down the street, it don't matter what color they are, it don't matter if they're transgender, we both know it's wrong, JT. We don't shoot people in the back. We don't... We don't choke if you out just see that five, if you just see that five seconds of video, you don't wait until you get the whole story. That's all I need to see, and, as, and, and if see that's a, the problem. And if you're a conservative, let me moderate real quick. Yep, that's the ahead. problem. I think you could probably agree that some of those videos, if you put in proper context, would tell a different story. They and could. I think you could agree. They could. You didn't say they do. 
You said well, you're could. about to say the same thing when yeah. I ask you. I think you could agree that some of those, when put in context, could tell the exact same story that they tell out of context. I don't jump on any social media bandwagon. But, but I usually wait for two or three weeks until the true story comes out. Like Michael, whatever his name was, out in Ferguson, Missouri. Mm-hmm. I didn't jump on. Mm-hmm. Look, I was in the military. When we got out of that vehicle in Somalia in 1993, the one thing I can tell you, they didn't care about killing the white boy from Tennessee, the black man from Mobile, Alabama, the Hispanic guy from Texas, right. or the Oriental guy from California. They, just they wanted him. to kill Americans. That's right, JT. I'm and trying I, to get us there I'm I'm 1,000% understand that the enemies, the true enemies of America, don't care what color we are. Right. They want to kill Americans. Yeah. I think everybody in this room agrees with you. What I'm saying is it would be naive of you to assume that every time you see one of those videos that the, that that's all the story that that's all the story and I that agree. that cops are racist you didn't agree 5 seconds ago and it would be naive of you be. to say that there aren't racist police officers that, that, that racist right. people exist of course. racist people are here in this country racist people are all over the world right so to say that they don't exist would uh, would be a problem. Right. I mean, they're in every aspect of uh, every, every career you look at. There are racist plumbers. There are racist truck drivers. There are racist farmers. There are racist lawyers. I mean, mm-hmm. politicians, no matter how far you want to go. So to say that there isn't racism in the police force would be a naive assumption. And to say that every police... Every, every guy's innocent those, is a naive assumption, right. too. Right. But here's the thing. Every guy is innocent until proven guilty. Here's the thing. They're not in the news media or the Democratic Party. They are by this government and no, by they're the law. Not. And if we shoot them in the back, we'll never find out if they're innocent or not. That's kind of the whole They point. weren't innocent until proven guilty in Atlanta when the DA was still trying to run for office and was looking for votes. And then he ends up getting beaten in the election, and the guys get re- cleared by the GBI instead of Listen, his local Atlanta district attorney's office. That, there are multiple examples of of corruption and things going on on both sides. Okay, and this back to what we've got to do, JT. We've got to talk these things out, right? We've got to say. Well, I haven't punched you yet. No, you hadn't punched me yet, and that's a good thing, JT. So we're making progress. That's why you here. brought Dalton is to make well, that, sure you had a yeah, witness yeah, if there was a, yeah. a a court case. No, not really. I I just uh, I just have not given up on this country, and I'm not giving up on people like you, JT. That's what I'm trying to say, and I'm not giving up on the fact that me and you could figure out how to solve this pandemic if we could talk to each other and if we could agree on the same set of facts. Fact. That's oh, the problem. Oh, the the moving target of facts. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the moving target. Doctor Fauci. There's four headlines that all disagree with each other from one guy that's supposed to be the scientific expert in one week. Okay, in one week. You understand that a novel virus. We're learning something about it every uh, every, minute, oh, every second that passes. The Brits I don't are studying it like that. crazy. That's why. Yeah. That's why. That's why they call it practicing medicine because you never it, really are an expert. Well. You know what they call the guy that finishes last in medical class? What? Doctor. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but okay. There's as many experts that will disagree with Fauci than he can find to put on his side. Well, I still don't agree with that, but but that but let's go back to facts, JT. Until can I make we a can comment agree, on yeah, that really quickly. Yeah. I, I agree with you. There are plenty of doctors who do agree disagree with Dr. Fauci. But every one of them, including Dr. Fauci, I would argue, 
our influence politically because this virus has gotten so politicized it's really hard to look at it as just mm-hmm. a virus because everybody's got their own opinion on it so if you're a conservative doctor you're going to pull your numbers that say well this thing is, is isn't serious and if you're a, a, a liberal doctor you're going to pull your numbers that say man this is horrible well the, yeah. the who the who just released which by the way Trump got us out of, and by executive order, Biden got us back into. But the WHO this week said that we're getting false positive because they're testing too high. Yeah. Am I lying? Oh, no, no. The, the WHO is mean? saying we're having false positives what? on COVID tests because we're testing the, the one of the particulates too high. Well, you also have false negatives, too, which means that people that actually have it are thinking that they don't. So that's just a part of science is false positives and false so negatives. You're going to have a percentage. So we've killed America over a false positive. When you say we killed America, Donald Trump did? Who no. shut it down? Who shut it down? The the freaking media. No. The so, uh, Donald yeah. Trump would have never so, shut it all Donald Trump never signed an executive order for a mask mandate because it's federally against the Constitution. Okay, okay. well, that's fine. But who shut it down? Who shut the economy down? Did business the, the, owners the, say, the, hey, I'm concerned about my employees? The governors. The governors. So Bill Lee put a shutdown order? No, but, okay. but Mayor Briley did. Oh, yes, Mayor Cooper did. Mayor Cooper. Mm-hmm, Mayor Cooper Absolutely. did. Absolutely. So it goes down to whoever you got the Democrat, whoever the Democrat is that can that can cause the work. He's got a couple of things to edit, so yeah, because I cussed a time or two. Yeah, that's okay. This is because I'm talking to a Democrat. Well, here's my thing. I don't think that's the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've heard you in regular conversation too. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so my point is, is that nobody, people, business owners, were concerned about their employees. They're concerned about their customers. You don't want to be known as the restaurant that serves up hot noodles and COVID, right? Nobody wants that. No business would want that. So people were concerned about their business, and they made the decision on their own whether to— No, they didn't. Okay. Who didn't? Like, you're talking about Nissan didn't make their own decision? Nissan makes all of their employees wear a mask. You know who doesn't wear a mask? Their suppliers. And they try to make them wear a mask, but their suppliers are like, do you see how? But Nissan, if you work for Nissan, you got a mask on. Okay. But you also got a a 40-hour-a-week job. And that's their decision. That's their decision. And it's whether they could have shut it down, they could have opened it up. It's their decision to make. So the restaurants restaurants aren't shut down by... By Nissan, the restaurants are shut down by the 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 cities and the ordinances that say J- Mayor Cooper says if you don't shut down, okay. we're going to pull your business license. But here in Rutherford we're gonna County, pull, do Rutherford we County, to, we did the same thing. Okay, so we've got limits in restaurants now. Absolutely. In County. Is that part of Bill Lee's executive order? I no, think it is. It's not. It was passed down to Ketron, and Ketron said, "Oh, Bill Lee passed the book, so I had to make a decision." Well, he made a decision because of freaking MTSU and all the liberals at MTSU. (laughs) Keep going. Okay. Bill Ketron's a a weak – Bill Ketron's the weakest person that's ever been in this county mayor office. See, I I think Bill Ketron actually, from a technical standpoint, yes, he's got political problems. But from a technical standpoint, he's one of the most qualified guys we've ever had. No. Yeah. I think okay. so. Yeah, you, you can you can say that all you want. Yeah, to. yeah. I'm not a Bill Ketcher fan either. Well, I, FYI, 
Yeah, no, I'm, I get it. So let me move on, and then we're gonna then we're gonna wrap it up. Bill Lee, are you are you with Bill Lee, or you are you I did, primary Bill? I Lee? did I did fundraisers for Bill Lee. Okay, so you're gonna stick I with like, Bill Lee. I think Bill Lee is a great guy. I think he's got great plans, but I am disappointed in the spine he's had. And it's during this whole COVID thing. And it's because he didn't push it back against the mayors or what why why are you upset with Bill? Lee? Because he because he did not take a stand like the governor of South Dakota and said we're not gonna shut down our state. Okay. Gotcha. So, you got a woman and a guy in a wheelchair in Texas that have more backbone than Bill Lee's had. So so you mean shut down our state as far as the restaurants, back to what you were talking about. Restaurants or, the, or letting the letting the the county mayors in, institute policy that's against freedom. Mm-hmm. See what's 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 it such hypocritical and what's such at odds with Republican talking points is that they're always talking about local control, local control. Give it to the local guys, and then when the governor does give it to the local guys, then everybody's mad. The local guys are making a decision, right? Local guys should be state guys, not not county. Okay, especially with something like the national. Go- John Cooper yeah. doesn't get any money off of Second Avenue. All that tax dollars go to the cha- the to the uh, we call it the uh, convention center. Mm-hmm. All the taxes from the, like a three block area. Mm-hmm. So all your bars, all your restaurants, all your hotels that are right downtown, mm-hmm. all the tax money goes to the convention center. Right, and the convention dele- delegation. So John Cooper didn't care if they lost money. Mm-hmm. Because none of that money comes back to the city. The city. That's why I was begging Bill Lee for some of the federal COVID money that made so, so, sense. So, so, so when he had it shut down, everything that he shut down that he could apply for, that money went straight to the city and not to Second Avenue and not to the convention center. And, okay. So he made billions, millions, and millions of dollars off of shutting everything down that he wouldn't have got if that tax money and those businesses that had been operating on Second Avenue. Okay. He made more money by shutting down Second Avenue than he would have made if Second Avenue was open. Okay. Maybe so. I, I, I haven't seen the numbers. But see, I would go, love go to look, look at, at the it numbers. Because the tourism numbers in Tennessee are way off. Way off. And 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 see here's the thing. We're just like Las Vegas. Even though we don't want to admit it, but our business model in Tennessee is built around people Gathered, gathered in small spaces, right? You casino, concert hall, whatever it is. That's what our economy is based off of. I would like to. Our economy, our number one economy is agricultural. Oh, in the state. In the state. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. in Nashville, but, tourism, but in the state. Tourism is number three in the state. Okay. Well, just so you know, you just said that that everything's based off our economy is based off of no, uh, you, you take away that agriculture, tourism. Agriculture is number one. Well, you take away that tourism, and all of our schools and everything are broke. Okay, okay. because our budgets are based off that. No, they're not. Okay. Schools are based off property taxes. I'm just saying the whole state the, budget. The, the schools are based off property what taxes. What are sales tax based off, JT? Who goes to the grocery store? And who buy, who comes to our state and buys a beer? Okay. okay. Right. But that so doesn't matter. Dollars. The schools are ran off of 
the schools don't have anything to do with sales tax. Schools are run off property taxes. Okay, schools run off property. So tax. I'm not going to let you just float an idea and not challenge you when I know that you're not speaking truth. Okay, okay. Well, sales tax dollars are different from property taxes. Property tax dollars, right? And and and, and, and tax dollars from interstates uh-huh. of of gas taxes, federal gas taxes and state gas tax. Yes. That gas tax money goes through from anybody buys a gallon of gas driving uh-huh. through Tennessee. Yes, that's correct. The 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 number one thing we've lost is food dollars from restaurants, alcohol sales. And and restaurant, I mean in hotels. Mhm. Yeah. Com- tourism. Tourism. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that's not what drives our economy. Our oh, economy, number, our number one thing is agriculture. Well, well, yeah, no, no. Once again, I don't disagree. And Democrats with that. don't like agriculture. No, I love agriculture. Okay. You should look at. I mean, I grew up on a farm, so okay. I, you know, uh, I think that's one thing. That's why I'm so pro marijuana because we could really bring the farmers back in this state if we suddenly allowed <laughs> marijuana like everyone else in the country did or is about to do. So, JT, anything else you got for us today? No, just. You know, enjoy your steak with your wife. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I really it. mean that with all my No, life. I know, JT. I know you do. And I thank you for coming on here and facing this because uh, this is not easy. Uh, people no. are very heavily emotionally invested in Donald Trump or in whoever. So I appreciate you coming on here talking. But the thing about it is I, Donald Trump's not my messiah. And this is this is something I'm I want to you to hear say. that. This, this is something I want to say on your show okay. to the people who listen to you regularly. Okay. Donald Trump was never my Messiah. Jesus Christ is my Messiah. Mm-hmm. I believe that Donald Trump was who God picked to to lead this country because he was a businessman and not a politician. Do you believe he picked Joe Biden? I do not believe he picked Joe Biden. I believe Joe Biden figured out a way. That's why he sat in his freaking bunker for months and didn't even go out. Okay, wait. I am just going to quickly make the argument. I don't think Joe Biden is more powerful than God. I'm, I do want to just make that. I do want to just make that comment real quick because the Bible does say that that the world's leaders are appointed by God. We can agree there, right? Gonna, I've, I've read Hebrews. I'm not, not going to. I've say, read Hebrews. I ain't going. I ain't going to argue that there's no power under the heaven that's not ordained by God. Okay, but it was ordained because of why. Oh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go into the politics of it. Right, right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm. I will say, I'm not going to say who I voted for. He also, here, he also said, God said he left the people to their own devices. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, there's a there's a whole theology train you can go down, but I, I do think that world leaders are appointed. And I would say that I think, provided Joe Biden is the world leader at the moment, that that says something about it. Does that mean it's for, because Bible also says that God lets bad things happen. So if it's a bad thing and... and, and you know, but sure. I will leave. That oh, it's there. absolutely a bad. I thing. will leave that there. I don't think Joe Biden is more powerful than than God. Oh no, and I don't think you think. I that think either. he's dumber wanted... than dirt. <laughs> <laughs> we can always count on you for a soundbite, Jay. But that needs to go on the new commercial we yeah. play in. Listen, JT. Here's the thing. I want you to make me a promise. Let's put this election to bed. All Let's right. give it a little time. Let's come back few months from now, let's talk about policy. Let's talk about where you and I disagree oh. on where we're going, okay? And policy, let's stick you, with that. you'll lose forever on policy. I may lose on policy, that's right, but I still want to have that conversation I, with you. I'm not afraid of you, so I'll come I back. know you're not afraid. That's a good thing. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to be say, hey, man, we've got to sh- show people how they can get it done. 
So, so can I come back and say that we're all experiencing the <laughs> show of the Democrats? <laughs> You'll have to. Yeah, you might bleep that. You one might out, want to have to bleep that one out. Yeah, but but seriously though, uh, thanks for coming, JT. Uh, really appreciate it's, you being on the show this week. Iron sharpens iron. It does. Right. Thank you. And and iron beats ore. <laughs> yes, that's right. And Dalton, thank you for being here. I always appreciate the voice of the, uh, Dalton. Always brings a lot. He's got of, a little youth influence. To well, him. he brings a lot of perspective from the young people, though. That old guys like me and you don't think about JT. That's why I want to hear from him. So anyway, Dalton, thanks for being here. Just don't make me sound like an idiot when you edit everything. You don't need me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle, and I'll see you next week. There's not a lot of people preaching like my grandpa did. Fire and brimstone, hell on earth, Christ Jesus, he's coming again. I ask him about fighting. Hey, boy, turn the other cheek. When they push too far, remember who you are. The blood you got ain't weak. Never hate any man, let them hate you. That's the best you understand. When they get in your face, you gotta let them see. The good Lord made you a man, made a man. God made American. Who don't have my color skin God made every little bit of creature boy He made all the men Treat each man as an equal Till they prove you wrong Sorry knows no color son He said sorry goes to the bone Never hate any man, let him hate you That's the best you understand when they get in your face, you got a little see The good Lord made you a man, made a man. God made Don't you worry about dying, boy You know where you're gonna be Never hate any man, let him hate you Boy, you'll come to understand Most of that hate is coming our way Cause we live in the promised land on the money, boys.